1: Welcome back to Good and Moms and Bad Ch- Choices. I'm Erica and I'm Mila, and it is Wednesday. Host, happy motherfucking hump day, bitches! The best day of the week. It's Monday's over. We're halfway in. We're almost to the weekend. I feel like Wednesday's just a good day.
2: It is. I think um, America officially got rid of Friday as a work day. So it's did day. they?
1: Yeah, it's recent. Mm, yeah, it's, it's
2: it's been cycling out for some time. Are people not working on Fridays? Mm. So you yeah, get four day weekend? Mostly not in LA. I think students don't take class on Fridays. Why don't we, th- we? don't get four day. <laughs> we don't get four day weekends. What the
1: fuck? Well, we. I mean, are we supposed to give our people four day? N- our people oh, work every. Whoever's day. listening, shut. Don't turn turn it off now. <laughs> you don't get Friday off.
2: I don't know. Maybe that's just like a personal belief that I've 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 adapted. Yes. I don't know if it's actually cycling out. I'm sorry if anyone.
1: <laughs> Everyone's pissed. <laughs> Going to work
2: like I don't know why I'm working Fridays. <laughs>
1: Um, you guys, we're in Dallas. Yeehaw! Yeehaw!
2: You know, every time I'm in a southern city, I like to use my accent. You're really good at that. It's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Every time, you know what? And and this week, I deliberately left all my cowgirl boots at home.
1: Wow, this is very rare. It's a very rare occurrence.
2: I know. I was like, can I go to a southern city with no cowgirl boots?
1: Well, you know why? Because we need to buy some hats. My
2: baby bought ba shoes and hats here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, anyway, we have a very, <laughs> very, very special guest here today with us. A long time coming. Our second, Her second time on the show. The first time was... During COVID, in right? S- yeah, during COVID. It was fucking deep 2020. We had her
1: on for... Um, Money March. Money March. Money March. Oh my God, that was such a great month. That was a good month. And your episode, well, let me, let's me let introduce her. We have okay. the beautiful, amazing Luce Warrior. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Luce is an intuitive. She's a wealth generator. She's a mama. Just an overall bad bitch. Thank but, you. Um, yeah, your episode with us um, during Money March was so amazing. We had such an amazing response. So many people were so happy to be introduced to you i know a lot of our listeners have taken your course now and are hopefully making lots of money in the stock market and 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 beyond um so thank you
3: yeah thank you so much for having me and coming into the space and bringing all your divine energy i feel held like a diosa so yeah i appreciate you all having me again and being here in texas
2: of course. After we got off the interview, I was like, I want to meet her in person. Yeah,
1: we've been like trying to make this happen <laughs> for a while. We're like, we will get to Texas we somehow. We will
2: see her in human. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was plotting it since the day we got off that call. I'm like, we're gonna see her. Um, thank you for letting us come to your home and do this and you know, having us in. And you know, we're like you know, we like to stalk and get in people's faces. We're gonna make you our best friend. And it's the last thing we do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's what's been up? What's changed? What's
3: what's new since we last talked to you? It's been like two years. It has. It has. The the you know the the conversation surrounding money is really growing. It's it's taking off. Um, I landed a book deal, which is yeah. yes. Cool. Yes. wow. Yes. So that's cool. We just turned in the last chapter on Friday. Congratulations. Fucking lations, girls. Thank you. So I know yes. that
1: that's a big undertaking.
3: It's like giving birth to a baby. Girls. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, And so that that's been going on. And then we are currently in negotiations to launch a podcast pertaining to money and the stock market and just embracing that. So, yeah, it's been really busy. You know, Um, it's been going really good. We are in a really interesting time since the last time we spoke, we were like thriving. There was in terms of the economy and just where we were, there was so much money that was being funneled in. And so right now what we're seeing is just a little bit of a pullback of that. It's like going inward, resetting. Um, Yeah, so, you know, it's like navigating all of the outward things that I'm being called to do, but also navigating how I feel like the economy and we're just having like this massive reset right now Mm -hmm. with the recession and inflation and all of those things.
1: I think people too are just, I think one thing COVID did in general was make people just have more autonomy over everything in their life, Mm -hmm. including finances and like really understanding what am I spending my money on? And like, how can I make more money from home? And how can I like not have to work so hard like every single day and like make this economy work for me? And I know your courses like are transformational, especially for women of color to learn that and like really feel empowered in that space and know that it's not just like a white person's ball game. And like, you can do this too.
3: Yeah, most definitely. I really feel like the energy of money is really calling out for divine energy. Like I just really feel like money is really asking BIPOC, feminine energy, take take me. Like I'm I'm ready to be, you know, maneuvered and manipulated by you. I'm ready to be held by you. I'm ready to be redistributed by you. And I think we're really getting a sense of that as we're starting to see this entire, you know, part of the economy just Decentralize and, um, yeah, like you said, like be in our power and I, I I'm with you. I think we have Fridays back. <laughs> it's <Right? laughs> <That's> happening. <laughs> um,
2: I love that. You know, I think I, I, we manifested loose even in 2020. Cause it, we like, someone we really wanted uh, like a witch who also knew about wealth. And like, that is a very interesting combination to request from the universe. <laughs> and literally that day we got her and that day we recorded with her. Literally, And like, you know, we manifest shit really, you know, like easily. But I think it's very interesting because when you say like, money is calling for, like, the divine energy and, like, the feminine energy to be held. It's it's interesting because I do feel like women are in this time where we're taking our power back and standing in our power and, like, healing rapidly and, like, coming together to each other. And we're, there's an awakening happening. And... We don't really hear a lot of people talk about, like, women and money and, like, the relationship with money and the energy you have with it and how much that really affects how much you make Mm -hmm. and how much you avoid it subconsciously. And, like, you know we've we've all grown very much since since you know it's like this uh, rapid growth that's happening I think because we are becoming more in tune with ourselves and becoming more empowered like money is coming to us more easily and I didn't realize until recently like how much of a um like the energy I have with money like how uncomfortable I am with it Mm -hmm. like I've literally had to say so many times like you're safe Mm -hmm. you're good like you don't have to like You don't have to fear, and like this, this like energy that comes up in my soul about it is so is so interesting, and I I think that we don't pay enough attention to that energy and how that like really can stifle how easily it comes to you. So like, thank you for talking about that and shedding light on that because I think that you know as like women and like intuitive witchy women, it's important to pay attention to that so that we can leverage it more to us without you know avoiding it and being afraid of it.
3: Yeah. You know, something really powerful that you just kind of brought up. Um, I did this really amazing exercise with money. I just held cash, um, a hundred dollars in ones just so I could see like the volume of it. And I had an intimate conversation with it that was guided by another woman that practices this. And, um, I had to like look within and see how I felt towards money, and it was so interesting what what began to transpire. One of the things that um, came up was like it was wrapped up, you know how it comes in the paper, and I didn't want to open it. Like it was like I felt restricted from opening it and letting it loose. Um and then when I finally got to do that, I started to feel really angry, like really angry. Mm. And I started to yell at the money and like tell the money like, why haven't you been there for Mm. me when I needed you? Where have you been? What about this time and when my car broke down? And I you know, like just I just went through a series of events and I realized how that was really transpiring with money itself. Um I was angry. I started to throw the money all over the room. It got crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like pissed. <laughs> and um, you know, the the woman that was guiding me said, "Now, who in your life do you feel this same way with? Who do you not have access to? Who are you not supported by?" And I was like, "My mother." Mm. You know, my mother. And interestingly enough, when I started to really make money, like when I started to see, so just so so we can point of reference, I went from one year making 15 to 17,000 in profits for my business to the next making two around 230 to the next year making six six 600,000. So I saw money come at me rapidly, like month over month, just like come, like sweep in. When that pivoted, I had a big breakthrough in the relationship with my mom. We repaired our relationship. We started communicating. So it was like mirroring. Money was mirroring the relationship. relationship. Yeah. Mm. So you made me think like, of I'm that. You know. yeah. i like chill mm. over my body. Wow. Yeah. So I think with that, you know, I think it's important to see how we feel about money intimately in that way. And then where in our childhood, is that reflected? Because everything is just tied to.
1: Of course. I mean, I think about like, uh, like reflect. I mean, I think we talked about this on the last episode that we did with you. It's like the the fear that people have around money and like the unlearning that we have to do ab- around it. Because I know even for me, this is something that I've worked on more and more this year is like not saying, oh, I can't, I can't afford that. I can't do that. No, like, I'll get the cheaper one. Mm-hmm. Like uh, lately I've been like really indulging in the things that I want. And it feels, and it's 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 helping me learn. Like, why am I cheapening myself? Why am I, obviously, yes, within reason of like what I can afford. But if I can afford it, why would I buy the other thing that I don't really want? Because I feel like that this thing is going to like put me in another. It's going to make me in a deficit of some sort, or I don't deserve it.
3: Sure, Uh, you know, or like maybe later. Yeah, and I think that when we really start to. Expand in that way. Like when we make room for luxury and we make room for things that are higher quality and just better for ourselves overall, the universe always yields. Yes. And you like would, always. Since I've been
1: spoiling myself, <laughs> like other things have been yes. coming my way in that yes. way. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think about like where I've, I've really thought about like when did this, where did my fear and money come from? Like what was the moment in my life? And it definitely was my childhood. I remember there was a time like when my mom was going through a, r- a really difficult time and I was going to a really prestigious um, middle school and I was in school with like a lot of wealthy white people. And I wanted, like, I was like, Mom, I want this. I want that. Because I had no concept of money. I was like, I want this Kate Kate, Kate Spade. Spade bag. Like, what the fuck did I need a Kate Spade bag? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has one, Mom. Like, this school was nuts. These girls were wearing tiaras, tiaras to school and shit. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, my God, I was like, the, was was like the, the sweet 16 Do you era? remember that fate? I don't know I, if you remember that face. It phase. was like a little dainty one. I do. There, wow. Yes. It was a little tiara. Like, why? Like, everyone's a princess. I don't know. Um, But, and... Uh, there were these these things that I was asking for. And I remember she was like, Erica, we can't afford it. And I'd never heard her say, can't afford it. Like, and I, and I like saw like the fear in her too. And like the pain of her having to tell me that. And Mm -hmm. I immediately got scared. Like I started thinking like, it's our, are we going to, are we going to be able to live in this house anymore? She didn't even say all that. But immediately I just went into like fear mode around money. And because of that, I became like throughout that, that moment and like the moments after that, I became cheap, and now even my mom always says, "Erica, you're so cheap," <laughs> you know. And I'm like, "Well, it was that moment when I was nine, and you said that <laughs> you
3: you, couldn't you said, get we said we couldn't you afford it. Before
1: the kids paid back, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm traumatized. Oh my god, this sounds like f- for sure Valley Girl problems. Um, but no, but that really was a defining moment for me, and I and I, I realized that when I pinpoint that moment, like well, that was the moment that really I became aware of money and like being in a deficit of it. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I always felt like I had to save. I had to, like, I couldn't do this. Like, well, that's not that important. I'd rather spend money here. And so, you know, to people listening, I encourage you to kind of, if you are in that mi- deficit mindset money m- mindset around money, like, think about when was, like, that point in your childhood that, like, something shifted for you. Because children were young. Like, w- w- we don't really have a concept of, like... <laughs> your life is being paid for. Right. I always say, like, my daughter's, like, the my brokest, like, roommate. She's... she's
2: and it's like you don't want them to have a concept of money, and you don't want them to be, like... I, 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 I realize that, and I'm like, can you, like... You're asking for so much stuff, but I'm like, also demand what the fuck you want you right. know like yeah you just des- like if you think you deserve something I've, i'm having to unlearn that as an adult like yeah i fucking deserve it and i want it and i'll have it you know what i mean because i've grew up and it's like D- you don't need that you don't need that like that's too much and so now i'm having so constant like i literally hate throwing shit away i will bring all the food home from the table i will throw it away three days later because no one's eating that shit sometimes i eat it but it's just like like not having enough you know yeah. like like i i see how i see how like i
1: feel about things leaving and i'm like bitch <laughs> i know I, I always make fun of her whenever the dinner ta- we were at the dinner table the other night we we're leaving we were leaving town and we're leaving town that night and we had so much food left over and the guy was like do you want it to go box and i could see her like <laughs> and i was like no we don't and she i was like was that hard for you she's like yes
2: <laughs> because, because you know what, my family's like, someone's starving, someone can use this. Even so much now, like, I just bought an expensive pair of shoes, and Erica's been telling me to buy expensive pair of shoes for a long time, and I'm like, it's like the first time i spent a thousand dollars on a pair of shoes. I, I love like, that. I'm going to yeah. buy them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Good, that's fun. laughs> but like, you know, I'm bitch, you're 34 years old. <laughs> But it's just it's interesting, like not and, you know, like not feeling like you need it. But like Mm -hmm. if you want it and like just navigating between that space and even feeling guilty about it, feeling guilty about my success, like, bitch, I've worked for this. But feeling like I have been in a space where I didn't have it and like people didn't support me and I didn't have You know what I mean? Like I really didn't have shit. And so now I can understand not being able to figure it out because it wasn't that long ago I was figuring some shit out. Recently, we had somebody who um, is a listener of the show who I kind of became cool with. Like, come at us about um, like the price of our retreat. Mm-hmm. and it was very unsolicited and mm-hmm. she suggested that like our demographic is single moms and they can't afford that right now and a it made me feel bad and b was like it was not productive and c it's fucking wrong our retreat is cheap because we want people to come and afford it and we work really fucking hard and it's like one of a kind life-changing fucking experience mm-hmm. And, bitch, you've never been, so you wouldn't know what to compare it mm-hmm. to anyway. But it also was like, and also you don't know what our what women are doing. And, like, women, f- single moms are figuring shit out every fucking day. Hence, bitch, me, the business. You know what I mean? Like, and you. And I was just like, how dare you, like, come at us? But also, how dare you, like, suggest that everybody is around, like, struggling. struggling. Yeah. And, you know, like, obviously it was probably a projection in, in ways. And, but I just, like, I think as we grow, there's always going to be this like, you know, like this like you're leaving people behind type shit. But it's like we all are trying to grow like that should be the mission for everyone. And it shouldn't be uncomfortable to like want that and like want your sister and your brother and your friends to like level up, too. So it is interesting just like the relationship, I think. From
1: childhood mm-hmm. examining that and, and also how you talk I, I I've, I've, well, while you were talking about this and talking about your childhood too I was thinking about how I've only recently really started to like unlearn the ways I talk about money and thinking about how I've already talked about money with my daughter and the things yeah. that she's heard me say or like no I, we can't get that right now or like no and like how it's my duty now to like make sure that I'm not passing on my traumas around money to yeah. her I think
3: definitely. And I think it's also not only what, what we say, but I think it's also a lot of how we're behaving, like just the energy and the thoughts that we have. I think it's great that you're picking up on like you're parenting yourself. You're moving through like, I feel this scarcity when I'm at the dinner table, like catching yourself in those moments, I think is so important. The ability to be able to step out of ourselves and reflect this is where I need to work on, I think is a really crucial part of also showing that behavior to our children, whether we're saying it out loud or not. I've watched uh, my son grow up in a completely different way um, reflecting the way I feel about money now. Granted, I still have scarcity. I still have money wounds, money traumas that I'm working through, but I'm nowhere near the teen mom that I was with my daughter. So I can see the stark difference in like her traumas where I'm like, fuck, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. And then I can see, you know, the difference with my son where he's more in a space of abundance and, you know, that, that contrast also makes me feel guilty, like bad. Mm. Why didn't I learn faster for my daughter, et cetera. But what I've learned with my son is that it's mostly what I'm not saying that he's picking up on Mm. versus what I am saying. So I think, yes, obviously, you know, it's important for us to be conscious mothers about how we're talking about money and displaying our relationship. But I think a lot of it is what we're internalizing as well. That's Mm. crucial. I've seen my son has he was I'm going to tell you this really quick story, but he was three years old and he's watching this wrestling movie for kids. And the, um, someone comes in to rob a diner. All the kids are at the diner. And the kids run under the table to hide. And the man pretends to have a gun under his shirt. And it's like holding up the, the register. And he gets so emotional, pauses the movie. And I'm, I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I just feel so bad. And I thought, is it the kids? Is it the person behind the register? Like, what is it, you know? Never did I think he was empathizing with the person that was robbing the, you know. (laughs) But that's who he he a cancer. (laughs) Is he he a little cancer? (laughs) Yeah. He has a cancer moon. Uh, Yes. (laughs) yes. And um, he was like, he just needs money. That's all. He just needs money. And they're all mad at him, but he just needs money. And I was like, okay, so what do you think he should do? Well, I think he needs to get money and we need to teach him where to get money. (laughs) And and I'm like, and where do you get money? He's like, in the stock market. (laughs) Oh my God. Like such an easy solution (laughs) for him. But I just, it tells me like, wow, you're paying attention. You're listening. You're, you know, it's, it's what I'm not saying to him that he's picking up on.
1: Right. No, that's that's amazing. I mean, that's really uh, at three years old for him to to understand that and have that empathy and like also know that, like it's so easy, like he could get it. Like, I love that, that he already has that ingrained in him and that's going to be transformational for him as an adult for and sure. not having these money wounds and money traumas for sure. Um, you know, I was thinking I was thinking about, um, you know, on our last episode, uh, Luce um I, th- I don't know if it was on the episode or was later. You gave us a message. You basically were like, I have a message. I, f- I feel it, like inclined to tell you something. And you were talking about um, just our bond, me and Jamila's bond. And yeah. like, I know that you're an intuitive and kind of like you just can feel things as, yeah. as, as many women as we do when we're tapped in. Um, and you called our union kind of an, an entity. entity like we had an entity outside of just our relationship People but this like this third entity that is like encompasses all of what we're building and all that we're doing. And that conversation really transformed our business and mm-hmm. transformed our relationship and transformed our bond and like realizing how much we have to protect the entity. entity yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like give, giving her a name, like acknowledging her as such, because, like, we could feel her. But when you, like, put your, like, when you put words to it, I was like, oh, oh. And then we can refer to her, like, our the, uh, the entity, our entity, like, protecting our entity. But, it, it, yeah, it really did shift a lot. Like, acknowledging her shifted a lot in our business and, like, even, like, accelerated our ability to manifest.
3: Wow. I feel her. Like, even just seeing you all in person, like, your bond I think what you have is so special and it needs to be reflected. That's why I think obviously it's important for you all to protect her for you all. But I think it's also important for you all to protect her for all of us so that we can see what's possible between two women. Mm. It's so important because I think for many of us, those types of relationships have never been modeled. Mm. Um, So you're modeling something that's so beautiful. I always feel so intimidated by in a good way when I see you all on Instagram or your power it's just it's 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 what you all do together in your own in your own body in your own right and you open up the space to to bring me into that you know and I know I'm not the only one that feels like that I'm sure it's every single room that you walk in so I'm happy to hear that you all are here in Dallas and that you all are entering rooms where they need to see this entity like you know I'm here (laughs) And (laughs) because we, we can feel it. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone in this room can feel it. (laughs) Thank you. speaking for all of us.
1: Thank you. And thank you for sharing that message because truly it has been transformational and like really helped us tapped into also trusting our intuition, you know, Mm -hmm. and I know that like you are an intuitive and I'm just curious to know, like, I think so many women, obviously we all have intuition and you know, uh, some of us uh, trust it more than others. Some of us ignore it more than others. Like, what are some ways in which that you've been able to kind of um,
3: just stay in just tune stay with, your in t-
1: with your intuition?
3: Yeah. So I it's funny that you all say I use the word entity. That's I think that's how I see my intuition. I see it as my higher conscious. So I see it as like goddess me. Mm. Um, and so anytime time that I turn my back away from my intuition, from this energy, everything always goes wrong. And every time I just follow it, no matter how scary it is, and I think that's that's the hard part is like we're walking into a space that is unseen, unfelt, untouched, unheard. And so you're going into this dark void. And every step that you take, like the floor lights up, like everything shows up for you, you know? The money for the bag comes in. Like everything is just like showing up as you're walking through this space. But it's dark and it's empty and it's untouched and it's scary. Um, and so we're not used to that. So that entity, that energy that to me it's like my inner higher self. And so I have to make sure that I'm constantly co-creating with her constantly like I'm basic like I bow to her, you know like you tell me where you'd have me go, where you'd have me be. And that was really, um, Hard for me to construct for myself because I did come from a very religious family mm. where before I saw that as like a white man in a robe. I'm like, oh, no, this is you. This is, right. this is me. This is us. Yeah. This is we like, you know, this is not. So, um, yeah, I think that's what really keeps me connected is knowing that I have to honor. And that's not to say that I'm perfect with it either because I'm not. I fuck up. I, you know, I get scared. I delay. I get in scarcity, all those things. But um, I also make sure to just parent myself. So in addition to paying attention to my intuition in this way, I also make sure I connect her to my past self and I connect her to my future self. So one of the things that I'm practicing right now in my life is discipline. Um, and it's, discipline to me feels so masculine. And I think that's why I've rejected it for so long. And I'm not sure if it's because I've been in like such a masculine space in the last two to three years where I'm really spending time with money uh, that I'm having to use like my logic, my, lo- my brain I started to implement discipline for my business and things that I wanted to do. And all that means is that I'm staying committed to what I want to do. Like future me wants to be have a stronger body. Future me wants to be healthier. Present me, eh, not so much. <laughs> We're not interested in all that, you know? But I have to make sure I'm staying committed to my future self. So I constantly bring in my future self which to me is also a part of my intuition to tell me what would you have me do today? Mm. And my future self will always come in and like, thank you so much for working out today. I know you didn't want to do that, but you should see how bomb we are a year from Mm. now because of what you did today. Mm. So, um, Yeah, that's, I just kind of have developed a relationship as if it was another person. When I'm in here in my office by myself, I legit talk to myself (laughs) like, bitch, shut the fuck up already. (laughs) Like, stop talking shit. You're on my fucking nerves. (laughs) And the ability to do that makes me realize like, there's really two bitches in my head. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) I think more people need to
1: do that. I mean, I, God, the amount of shit talking that I do is absolutely nuts. I will catch myself. I'm like, wow, I've just been talking shit for hours, <laughs> yes. just hours talking shit, like all the things I didn't do, all my fears, yes. and not one positive <laughs> fucking affirmation. And like, it is important. Sometimes you actually literally have to say, shut, the fuck, shut up. the fuck up stop
2: you're making shit up in enough. your head <laughs> yeah, exactly. sometimes i'm like Bitch, what are you talking like, about are you tired
1: of yourself yet are you tired <laughs> of your shit yet you,
2: you just made up a whole thing that wasn't even accurate that's what not even you true <laughs>
1: you're a liar basically <laughs> <laughs> like really like you do you kind of have to like yell at yourself to like get out of it sometimes you remember it's yeah. really not enough to just I, I, reason things in your head in your mind i think a lot of times like you know when we talk about you know, healing and um, positive affirmations and just like this whole space of just trying to elevate. A lot of it is like, you know, this inner work and this inner voice. But like, I think it's so important to say the things out loud. Mm -hmm. And like, even when you don't mean them, like talking nice to your body, even when you don't feel good about your body, because like you literally talk shit all day long about shit that isn't true. And, and, And eventually you believe it. So what yeah. if you just talk shit all day long in a positive way about things that you feel aren't true? Eventually, you'll believe that too. Absolutely. And it's really—it's a practice of doing it, and it feels weird, and it feels awkward, and it feels crazy even. And someone might walk by and be like, "Is she talking to herself? Like, is she okay?" <laughs> yep, yes, I'm great. She's yeah. great too. Entity's doing great now. <laughs> we're, great. Every, we're all great. <laughs> we're all good. All three of us are good over here. It's <laughs> true. I, I,
2: think like talking to yourself only in your head all the time is just like yeah you'll get in the same cycle and i just think i think all women have the have intuition mm-hmm. it's like all children are born like i, I don't know if you like people have sometimes i talk to my seven-year-old i'm like she got more common sense than a lot of grown-ass people that i know and it's because like and just just in, t- in tune with things you know like i think as children we we Like we are in tune with it and then we lose it. And like Erica and I just came off of like two retreats. And um, I I, I really peeped that a lot of what we're doing is like so powerful, but it's also just like reminding women that messages are everywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
2: if you're listening, like, you can literally get downloads and, like, have the answers to the shit that you need when you're in tune with your intuition, which is your real inner voice, but you have to be able to differentiate the shit-talking and, like, the goddess you and not separate, like, the, the, the fucking divine part of yourself from the human part of yourself. And it's, like, so many magical things happen at the retreat. It's, like, you think that things are small or, like, ideas come up in your mind because you're high or because you're, like, tripping, but sometimes it's really... Like, like, you know, even you're talking about the money, the the guided money experience.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People underestimate the most basic things that you could do just by putting your intention into some shit. You know what I mean? Like speaking your truth. Like even me and Erica, I think our entity has grown tremendously because we're talking into the universe, into the spirit, honestly. Yeah. And like it's given us like courage. It's like m- made us rationalize some shit. Like let some shit out, release some shit. You know, in, you know we also wrote a book. We're right. We were publishing a book next year too, and we just turned it in June. Thank so you.
3: Awesome.
2: <laughs> and it took forever for us to write mm-hmm. because we didn't realize how much like in that format we had to get it out and had to release it. But like there's so many magical things that can happen just from like the like alchemy of the things that we have, like water, the beach, like being clear enough to listen and listen to your intuition, like and putting attention behind
1: things and just basically having rituals. I mean, Someone might be listening and think, you know, you're this kind of experience that you had with money. they would be like, what the fuck? That sounds crazy. Or like, or someone might be listening and be like, oh, I should try that. I think like what you do, it works for you, but you have to do something. You have to have ritual. You have to have intention.
2: And be open to all of the ways it can come out. Like we do a lot of like weird shit at the retreat. Like we're screaming, we're laughing, we're crying. But like, it's exactly what needs to happen. It's exactly the type of release. And when we allow ourselves to like live in that truth and kind of like ground down all the things that you need come to you and even like i was th- i was i was telling i think erica during the retreat i was really working on like womb healing but at some point something in my mind was like re like i was envisioning the like the noros in, from my heart chakra to my pussy like being re like aligned like rekindle cuz i feel like maybe that had been i had separated them for a long time Wow. and i just started to visualize like little like electric electricity like re like remending itself and I was like this is a crazy thought and I wasn't high or anything but I was like but this is what needs to happen and this is how I was thinking of it in my mind envisioning it and I was like how interesting but I think people underestimate those those strange thoughts those strange visions those uh, opportunities to have practice to speak to money to think what makes me feel this way because you know we write it off as crazy or like you know what I mean but like that's your divine feminine that's your intuition showing you what you need to do you know like I just feel like if we judge ourselves less, it's easier to stay in tune with our intuition in ways, Mm -hmm. you know, to Mm -hmm. observe yourself. So I just, yeah, Yeah. I think be open to all of the ways that it can come like inner childhood work, you know, going back to places in your childhood, like envisioning, telling yourself it's okay, you know, like comforting yourself Mm -hmm. as a child to re fucking rehash some shit from like 10, 20 years ago that you don't think affects you right now. So, like, do you have any like inner
3: child rituals that you do? I love rituals. I love. I'm obsessed with rituals. Um, I, I feel like I've been partaking in rituals ever since I was really little, and I think that's how I really discovered my inner voice, like my um, intuition and my higher self. I had a moment where, um, I was facing abuse as a child. In a, in a different home during the day at a sitter's house. And sorry to get dark here, but um, I would then spend the evenings talking to the moon. Because I didn't have anyone to tell. I was I didn't want to share with anyone. Um, I hadn't shared with anyone until I was an adult. And I was in the space speaking to the moon. I would speak to her and like, tell her, why is this happening to me? When are you going to save me? Um, constantly having that dialogue I would go into the woods after school Um, we had like a creek we had space there and I felt like the trees and the mud and the water were like asking me to do things like move this rock here so I had little rituals like that that I would do and for me it was it was almost like I was cooking something Mm -hmm. with the forest you know so Ever since then, I've been practicing just really paying attention to all of the elements and allowing for the elements to speak to me. Even the tree in front of the house, I would go out there and touch it and allow for it to speak to me. I get emotional. That tree's still there. Like I get to go visit that tree when I go to California and like see it. It's a special bond that the tree and I have. Um, you know, I do. I write my own rituals for the new moon and the full moon. I've been known to go out in the backyard and bury my intentions, like every intention as if it was a seed, pouring water and mixing it into the mud, into the soil, burying it. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I have bath rituals, and I really allow for my intuition to guide me on what to do. I will write out the ritual. And so when I used to do a lot of this work with women, I would produce like an entire day full of rituals that it was just me. It wasn't, you know... It wasn't an elder. It was like, this is something that you have. We all have Mm -hmm. within us. And I feel like to your point... It's the action. It's the speaking it out loud and the like moving your body in that space, because yes, the thoughts, I feel like it can be convoluted and a lot of noise. We could tell ourselves like I am I am this I am powerful. I am Diosa, whatever it is you 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 know, whatever positive affirmations you have, but to actually act it out, be the Diosa. Do the ritual that the diosa does. That's completely taking it to another level. And I think it makes for manifesting, um, expansion, co-creating with the universe so much more easier. And, and also trusting yourself and building your relationship to self um, that I, I think is really helpful.
1: I think, uh, yes, I, I agree with all those things. I think that as for someone that's never done any rituals, like, this idea can feel kind of overwhelming. Like, where do I start? What's the right way? Is there a step-by-step, you know? Like, because people, you see, on you, you look on social media, you see on Instagram, you see people in their practice, and some of these rituals look very, like, there's, like, ten steps, and you're like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, like and it kind of takes you out of the ritual because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel genuine to, like, whatever you need. And so I know for me, like, I, I've one, I've been one of those people where I'm like, okay, let me, cause even when I cook, I'm like, let me look on Google step one, step two, step three. And I like, when I first started doing rituals, I was kind of in that space mm-hmm. too. And I was like, this doesn't feel like genuine to what my spirit is asking me to do. So like, I think rituals a lot of times are really, they can be so simple. It can literally be you take a bath and you put oil in and you just sit there <laughs> like to the water, speak to the water, like Cleanse speak me. To the water. Refresh me. talk good, like talk nice to yourself, because I feel like sometimes even like, you know, it, in this month of October, we're really focusing on just like you know, tapping into your witchiness and it can feel overwhelming, you know, especially if especially depending on like what kind of household you grew up in. I mean, I know like. You know spirituality in, in, in black culture and even in Latin culture, like it's very rich. But also, I actually feel like in Latin culture, it's a little bit more accepted. Even though mm-hmm. there is a very like the, you know Catholicism is real, like you know God, this you know believing in God is is very you know. It's like it's being believing in God and Christianity is very common in you know a Latin household. However, I do feel like there's so much magical, mystical shit within Latin culture. Mm-hmm. And same with black people. But for some reason, I feel like we are a little bit more disconnected. I know, for sure. Um, and I know you said you grew up in like a kind of a religious household Listen, like my
3: how? yeah my mom she was every sunday at the catholic church and then sometime during the week she was getting her cards read by the lady oh so she know? was herself <laughs> yeah so, yeah it's like a, it's, it's a it's duly you know yeah
1: and that's what i was gonna say because like even in, in in my household um like the same thing, like practicing, God, like practicing, you know, going to church. Not nece- not even necessarily like my mother, but I think about Flora, who's like the woman who raised me, and she's Guatemalan and she's God fearing woman. But then she'll be like, take this orange, put a cross in it. <laughs> when like if you're going to court, put a cross in it. Put put some shit. Put an onion under your bed. Like she got has all these little like these little you know these tools and these rituals per se. That for some it goes against exactly like this this religion. But they still there's still this element of like wanting to still feel connected to something else that we were connected to before, you know, colonization
3: and white people came
1: in and told us who God was to us. And um, I just find that you're right. I found so interesting that like there's this duality that exists.
3: Yes, there is this duality. And I feel like obviously a lot of it is intuition, right? Like that's staying connected to the intuition of the orange or the egg or the, mm-hmm. all those things. I feel like those are intuitive healing modalities. I mean, we recently found out that sage actually does kill 99 percent of bacteria in the air when it's burned Mm. like there's science behind a lot of what's taking place and i feel like that's intuition like that's higher consciousness saying clean the space Mm -hmm. clear the space so i think what i love what i loved so much about going to church was getting to stare at the virgen de guadalupe Um, which she was so powerful, is so powerful in how she stands. And I felt like she was this roadmap to who we were internally. Like she has the stars, the consolation on her veil. She's standing on the moon. Mm. Like there's so many parts of her that are just mysterious and are not necessarily tied to like the Bible and Catholic church. But she was also discovered by an indigenous Um, by an indigenous man in Mexico and so I feel like both of these things exist I think one of the things that I really struggled with internally is being the colonized and being the colonizer and that to me was so glaringly apparent when my father was much more like close to his Spaniard um Descent, Like his last name is very Spaniard. It's not found in Mexico. It's very rare. And my mom was very like indigenous, Indian, closer to like her roots and the, the, you know, the earth. Um, And so getting to see those stark differences in my parents really created a duality within me where I'm having to accept that, you know, I'm part Spaniard as well. And like those were my fucking ancestors that came over here and <laughs> fucked shit up. You know, like I, I can't I don't get to choose. Mm-hmm. I don't get to choose. Um, and so I think that's where that comes from, where we can have like one foot in one place and like, you know, I mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's 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 interesting, and I think that one thing one thing is true about all of it is that I think the the idea of um it is it's it's essentially it's trusting something outside of yourself but within you too i mean i think religion oftentimes removes you from you know self-worship and like the worship and like people have a lot of take a lot of issue with like this idea of self-devotion and like honoring like whatever your intuition is calling you to do Mm -hmm. um but then spirituality and whatever it is that you believe outside of religion kind of calls you back into that space and I believe probably at its core, um, the idea, maybe not the idea of religion, but, like, the foundation of all of it really is about trusting, um, you know, this calling within you and this, like, guided voice within you. And I think for, for women, our intuition is so strong. Like, no one – everyone can isn't intuitive, essentially. Like, every single person. It's just the world and society – belief systems really start to, at an early age, make you question your power and question, you know, the things that, the messages that you receive. And I think the moment that we kind of start to really understand that and unpack that and really question, are these my, are these my thoughts? Like, do I actually believe this? Or is this some, someone, someone programmed me to believe that I needed to look outside of myself to guide me, that I need to pray in church to, you know, get out of debt, like that I need to donate my money to, to, to prove to God that, you know, I'm worthy of that job. You know, it's like, it's so strange, the things that we do. And it's like, no girl, like if you just trust yourself and you speak to yourself and have intention behind the things that you're doing, creating rituals and creating this kind of like, energy within yourself and in your household like really anything is possible and that's what I've really realized in our space is that like there's there's I have such little fear and failure at this point like there's literally nothing I can't do (laughs) yeah
2: Literally, I, we we just had this conversation. I'm like, I so crazy. It sounds so cliche, but like, I finally understand when people like accept awards and they're like, we were, any like, I'm not special. Anybody could do this. Yeah, we were talking about. I was we're like, 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 sh-
1: I, last night. I was like, the Oscar speeches make sense now. It does. It's I was like, like I get. It. I used to be so annoyed. I'd be like, oh, oh shut the fuck up, Like, I to wanna- say that from that stage, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bet it is. Ho. Like. <laughs> Anyone can do this. Yeah, like, you
2: can do this <laughs> too. Right? But it's truly true. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like once you tap into your power and you and you and you can like you you recognize how you can like co-create with everything around you. And you are the alchemy. You are Mm -hmm. the sauce. Like you really there's literally nothing I don't feel like I could do. Like we like even early on in our relationship in this, we're like, it'd be crazy if you wrote a book. I'm Like, "Eh, you know, I'm like, boom, literally someone in the email like, hey, girl, you guys want to do this thing? I'm like, what the fuck? But realizing just being, setting intentions is like l- truth and setting intentions because truth is really what like calls out your alignment. Mm-hmm. Like when you start living in your, in like exactly who you are without worrying about all the shit, all the things, the universe will start to come to literally lay out up to your feet. Literally every single fucking thing we've asked for, we get, yeah. including you. <laughs> 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 honestly like we really do and to the point where it's like we know if we want something and we like say it once every couple weeks every month you know we're I mean? like oh this is gonna happen like yep
0: this yeah. is gonna happen
2: you know and it's just like tucked away you know even to the point where like maybe things come up and then it doesn't go exactly how we want but i'm never in fear that it's not coming back around yeah and, and it's really just like i think people forget to I don't know you have to be willing to change your mind Mm -hmm. like to grow and to like see the world for like your magic for what it is you kind of have to be able to peel back the layers and question everything you've ever been taught Mm -hmm. like why is it weird if i have a conversation with money and start screaming at it why do i think that's weird why am i unwilling to do that you know what i mean like just like at, at the most like basic level like go outside barefoot yes You know what I mean? Like, why is that so strange? Or, like, white people shit? You know what I mean? Like, why do we write things off so easily? Like, bitch, you might need to go in the backyard and scream. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, you know, there's just, you have to be willing to step outside of the box and the norm of what's comfortable and what's normal and what you've been taught and really, like, go to a different place, you know, deep in your spirit and your soul to, like, get to be willing to do it, you know? I think... I don't know. It's ma- like it's magical over here. Mm-hmm. It's really some it magical is. ass shit. And and like the more, the more we speak on things and manifest things, and then we're in Costa Rica with like twenty eight new friends, and we're all doing witchy shit in the jungle. And I'm like, I could do it's anything. A dream. It's a dream. <laughs> it's a dream. I'm dream. like, this is my life. This is a fucking dream. I'm over here talking to the ocean with my new friends. Like, yeah, it's a fucking dream. But you know, especially women listening. We all have the power to manipulate energy. We all have the power to will the shit mm-hmm. that we want. We all have the power to have a lot of money, to be rich. You know, there's more than enough of the shit then w- we need. And, like, you know, sometimes you see, like... Privileged people who don't have to put a lot of effort, and you're like so fucking irritated because I've been there, like like not talented, just rich, but because they're not worried about money, maybe they've always had it, like they're not worried about it, so it's it comes easily, yeah, and that's like half the fucking battle, Mm -hmm. yes, it's literally half the battle, not real, like not feeling like it's not accessible Mm -hmm. they're
3: not in scarcity mindset I think we've grown up for many of us we've grown up so emotionally attached to money and in scarcity because that's been activated we can't afford that you know and those are just like things that we need to deactivate that that scarcity isn't activated within wealthy people that's why they like if they lose all their money guess what they'll do do it again and multiply it even bigger oh and it's really just like they learned how to manipulate it like I literally can see just with my hand like, I like to pretend it's like putty. I do all kinds of weird shit. Like, <laughs> I need to get really some putty too. Like, Luna, really give me that putty. <laughs> that putty <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, I, I love to just like as I'm walking, like to go refill my glass of water. Like I, every step I take, I I act like I'm walking on money because I took the step, the money showed up. Like. I like to do all kinds of weird shit like that to remind myself that we're supported. In the same way that, like you mentioned, I can step outside barefoot and be supported by the earth and the grass. That I can also lean my hand on the tree and be supported when I need shade. Like everything we want is literally out here for us to take. We just have to, um, we just have to like build the relationship within ourselves to trust that we can take it.
2: Trusting yourself mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Trusting yourself who you are, what it is that you already know, and then everything else conspires in your favor. Like just trusting then the universe, then the money comes and all the things align. The I books
3: abs- and, and the travel mm-hmm. and the The
2: retreats that you didn't know you wanted to be a retreat leader, but now you're retreat leading. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like like exactly. the cannabis company, you know, like all of these things that you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like I can really have whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. you can. I think, too, like, you know, when I think about money, it does feel like um, I mean, this is definitely the patriarchy, too. It feels very masculine, like the the seeking of money Mm -hmm. and like this, like this going out and like hunting mentality. And like when you were talking earlier at the beginning of this episode about like the divine feminine really coming in and like money wanting to like be embraced by us and be nurtured by us because it's been so mishandled. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's yes. been so mishandled and it's like it's time money is ready to be embraced by like the softness and like done with in in more positive and proactive ways and also thinking about even your name on instagram loose warrior like this warrior mentality but like still being able to like maintain this softness and this mm-hmm. like divine feminine about you know who you are and like how do you think that you've been able to, because you are working in such, you do work in such a male-dominated industry and s- yeah. in yeah. space, and you do kind of have to have this warrior mentality in yeah. many ways. But I look at you, and I feel such <laughs> softness from you. I feel such femininity from you, and like being able to maintain that.
3: Don't, don't make me get crazy <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I love this question, because there is this part of me that does feel like The hunting, I, I do sense that a lot, like the hunting, but when I, when I look at that space, I think for me, the way I look at money is more like seeds and planting, Mm. um, growth. So I feel like that's what it's asking for versus like the killing for it, mm. like the 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 loss of lives for it. I see it like I'm not I don't want to be that anymore. This is what I want to be. And so I think that's what it's like for it to be tended by us. But don't get me wrong. I feel like there's definitely this warrior side that will come out of me in the same way that we protect our children and we will like. Like I just see like chanting and like exactly <laughs> like like don't you don't know, follow like, Mama Bear yeah exactly <laughs> so I can uh, when I when that needs to come out I'm I'm here for it mm-hmm. I can bring that out but I think for the most part I like to look at it as seeds and planting and not necessarily killing and hurting
1: mm, that's such a good, beautiful way of looking at it because I think people when they think about money it feels like you have to take it from some someone else in order to get it like you, there's not like this big pot of like seeds growing it's like well if she has it then i need to take it from her or like he has it like there's this this it is like this whole scarcity mentality around mm-hmm. it that also does feel like masculine in ways, yeah. even yeah. the scarcity yeah. mentality, even the hunting of it. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> I know, but I think people forget like we're all both, right? Like we're sure we right. have feminine yeah. and we have, but like when I envision like divine feminine, I do envision like a goddess. And like I'm I'm working on that so, like spe- like I am soft and feminine in ways, but like I also cut you. Yes. Um, but you know what I mean? But like and also like letting people do shit for me. Like mm-hmm. I- inviting that in, like allowing it to happen. Like, yeah, can you pick that up? Like yes. I'm not even going to pretend so go for my wallet i'm not going to pretend to go pick that up because i shouldn't have to but also like when i think of the feminine energy i do think of mama bear like any mother will fucking kill you about her Mm -hmm. child and no one will ever forget that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like it's like the water like the water is gentle and soft and will float you but that Mm -hmm. motherfucker will take you out quickly Mm -hmm. and like my feminine energy is both you know what i mean so it's just like trusting your intuition also when you have to go into that that mode and like shape shift yeah yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> like being primal is like kind of powerful too i t- i got them with this massage by maxwell in costa rica he's like do you um do you growl in the morning i was like no not necessarily in the morning but i'll, I'll work on that <laughs> he's like, yeah growl from your growl from your stomach Mm-hmm. He's like from your chest, from your stomach. Every day, he's like, "Happy girl, this morning." I'm like, "Now I'm gonna go do it now." <laughs> but yeah, like tapping into your primal side is, um, I think, necessary
1: mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, oh, you know what? We didn't do an affirmation. Oh yeah, do you have an uh, affirmation? Yeah. Did we that tell you this? We <laughs> t- yeah, we didn't really tell you. Sorry, surprise. <laughs> 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 um, we do. We usually open up our show with an affirmation, or we do it at the end. And um, do you have an, any affirmations, maybe that like you that help you motivate you or that you live by?
3: Yeah. um, I mean, I'm looking at one right now, so I'm going to go ahead and share the one that's in my office since we're here. Um, Money is not my supply. No person, place or condition is my supply. Um, So that's an affirmation that I took from someone else that was written in an, an old book. But I really like it because it reminds me that money isn't a piece of a pie money isn't something I take away from someone else mm. money isn't something that because I have it someone else can't have it money is just something that we use as a tool it doesn't Even have to come from someone else or a paycheck or anything like that. It's something that I can generate, I can bring in, I can create. Like, who's writing the check? Who created the money from the person that wrote the check? You know what I mean? So it just really grounds me and reminds me that I don't need to be dependent on my condition or situation that I'm going through, that I just need to be dependent on my higher consciousness. And my higher consciousness is everything it's literally connected to everything so whatever i need it's going to make sure that it filters over to me and the way it filters over to me is none of my business
2: amen Mm. Mm.
1: money
2: money is not not my my supply supply. no No person person, place or condition condition is is my supply supply.
1: i generate the money i love that i love that um so at the beginning of the show luce pulled a card she pulled the four of wands we have a, um, a deck like this, but it's the mahogany uh, rider deck. Um, so the four of wands is upright is the celebration. It's, it, it represents celebration, joy, harmony, relaxation homecoming the four of wands shows two happy people dancing and celebrating with flowers in their hands in the foreground a beautiful wreath abounding with blossoms and grapes suspends between the wands together these elements represent the joy and satisfaction that comes with achieving an important goal or milestone Um, the four of wands is a card of joyful celebration blissful happiness and appreciation for the good things in life when this card appears in a tarot reading, it is the perfect time to celebrate with those you love most. You may commemorate a significant event or milestone, such as a wedding, birthday, homecoming, reunion, or may invite an, in a few of your favorite friends over for an intimate dinner. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, intimate dinner for no particular reason except to revel in each other's company. Relax and let your hair, do- hair down. Enjoy this special time together. Um, because the four of wands associates so closely with home environment, you may work on improving or renovating your house or are close to finding a new one. Perhaps you recently purchased a home or are getting ready to settle down in your new habitat. In numerology, four symbolizes stability and firm foundations. And with the four of wands, you are now enjoying a period of happiness and security. Um, this card indicates a sense of harmony and balance as well as completion and those and thus denotes denotes a time of peace and contentment in life that comes as a result of hard-fought efforts.
2: With that being said, ladies, I'd like to say congratulations on your first published book. Yes, Yes. congratulations. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Huge. Yes. Yeah, it's important, I think, for us to reflect that that's easy. Yeah. You can do it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And know? that you should enjoy yes. the fruits of your labor. Yes.
1: You deserve those thousand dollars shoes, my love. Yes.
2: I need the just happies.
1: I'm gonna buy you Kate Spade just for old time's sake. Okay. <laughs> I don't want Kate. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, to I'm I'm <laughs> just to
2: heal your womb. Just to heal your womb, baby. I'm just gonna buy the cutest Kate Spade. Okay, cutest. Cutest.
1: <laughs> 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 no, I think that card really does resonate. Um, especially with just this idea, yeah, of like celebrating the things you have and not cutting, like, you know, selling yourself short and enjoying the fruits of your labor and enjoying
3: the people around you, too,
1: that feel good to you. Yeah,
3: yeah, and that we deserve it. Mm. You deserve however much money is coming in from the retreat. The women that are putting pouring the money into the retreat, they deserve to have space made for them in this way. They deserve everything they receive in that space. Like, it's not limited to, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean good and it doesn't mean bad. It means that this is the law of the land and we are all welcome to receive and give and sow into. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And there's more than enough of, 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 of wealth and abundance for everyone. Like there is no limit. Yeah. It's literally limitless. We all have the ability to tap into that because it's infinite.
1: Yep, an infinite
2: well of the things that I need and want. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Luz, Thank you so much for coming on thank our you. show. And you guys, please make sure you go check out Luz. Tell
3: the people where they can find you. You can find me at lose warrior on Instagram, and you can find our community at in lose we trust on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you for coming all the way over here of course. in my space. I, I appreciate having your energy here. It's an honor. Thank Truly. you. Truly, I'm
2: so happy to meet you in person.
3: Yes,
1: Me I'm too. grateful, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm finally behind the, the infamous crown that I always see <laughs> on your know, page. Oh, so cute. <laughs> I know. I love it. Um, you guys know where to find us, or if you don't, make sure you go look for us on Instagram. That's Moms underscore Choices. If you love this episode and you love the show, please make sure to go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us that five-star rating. Leave us a nice little comment. Um, you can also follow us on Patreon, where we have a lot of bonus content. Um, if you join Patreon, you get access to our Discord. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically an amazing community where all all of our tribe are connecting, talking, sharing literally every day. Hundreds of women are talking. They're meeting up in different cities. So if you're looking for your tribe, your Erica to your Jamila, make sure you join Patreon and we will add you to our Discord. Um, we also have a retreat coming up next year um, in Costa Rica again. So make sure you go follow us um, on our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com retreats to find out more about that definitely want to come it's definitely more of like these type of conversations this type of energy there it's all about just like really tapping into your divine feminine tapping into your intuition tapping into other women and just getting free and getting just
2: the break that you deserve yes yes
1: um so anyway we'll see you guys next week bye thank you bye. <laughs>